0: to Imagine Me and Utana, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda, I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Alice. How you doing, Alice?
1: I'm doing pretty
0: good, actually. Today, we are here to talk about everyone's red-headed, shithead, Toga Kiryu, <laughs> and here to help us talk about that is our new friend, Janae. How you doing, Janae?
2: Hi, guys. I'm so excited to talk about my garbage son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's why we have you here. We have to start off first to ask you, is Toga your favorite character?
2: Um he definitely is now. Uh, he's been for a good couple of years since I was an adult at least. Who was um, your favorite character? In the very beginning, uh, I well, the first time I had ever seen Utena, um, I was in middle school. I had just seen Sailor Moon uh, on TV. I go into the video store and, uh, you know, full disclosure. I when I was in middle school, I uh, basically there was um, a, there were male and female uniforms, but there was a unisex uh, uniform. Just none of the girls wore it except for me. Ah, was long pants. So what you're telling and me is so, that you were literally? Yeah, yeah. I was I was so much cooler. It's all been downhill <laughs> from there i think Uh, a lot of us peak in middle school it's fine (laughs) yeah the saddest (laughs) saddest time to peak really um so i see this this bright pink uh rose petaled uh thing vhs tape which says from the director of sailor moon on it and i'm like oh this sounds great and um so you know, I watch it, although I don't really see uh, the latter. I don't see past the student council arc until I'm in high school, because of that whole legal whatever. Oh yeah, clusterfuck. So, which was probably for the best that I didn't see past then in middle school. But
0: it's a lot to take in when you're a middle schooler if you're watching the Black Rose arc and beyond.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. I I probably shouldn't have seen Akio until uh. I had actually, you know... I don't think anyone should see
0: Akio until they're at
2: least 18 years of age. <laughs> I'm
0: <laughs> not sure anyone true. should
1: ever see Akio.
0: That's a better <laughs> answer, but I was being generous.
2: <laughs> so, Utsuno was your favorite character originally? Utano was, um, but I guess I was, like, if I had to pick any of the boys, I guess I was, like, quote-unquote attracted to Miki? Although, like... I really also was in middle school and needed somebody who was um, uh, sexually unchallenging or and not really t- sexually terrifying. Sexually
0: non-threatening. That is probably yeah. the best description of Mickey, honestly.
2: Yeah, so, that's, so he was in the beginning and then I, you know, like, matured and stuff. And I was like, well, he, he also has his issues... He's the Bernie Sanders of the show. Oh my god! You're gonna have to
0: explain <laughs> that one to us later, for sure.
2: Okay, okay, can do. How did Toga
0: become your favorite character?
2: Um, I think it was a slow process. Uh, from the very, even, but even from the very beginning, I think something kind of stuck in my craw about, particularly the ep- episode where he's. Um, there where we learn what happened to them whenever they were younger, as in regards to Sayonji and Toga, and why Sayonji feels so, uh, like he's always chasing after him, and he's always that Toga's always, uh, one step ahead of him when they find Utsuna in the coffin. Yeah, like it, it, because Toga doesn't act in any way like a normal child. And it's kind of disturbing. And th- I guess the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely not. A th- I was right in my original interpretation that no, because I became like a teacher and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, this is this is something is wrong with him. And it's been um, it's it's more that I kind of saw him as a puzzle that I slowly got to unravel because he's so um, the things that are wrong with him. He it would never allow somebody to see that the, those things are wrong with him. And kind of the tragedy of him is that he's uh, he's broken in a way that we don't tend to recognize as a society. And in fact, it sort of rewards his brokenness in the particular way he is. So it's taken a long time to kind of... He's just a, kind of a puzzle to me, and that's mostly the reason.
0: Yeah, he plays into... I want to say it's a little bit of toxic masculinity but it's not necessarily the same as what we would maybe think as like
2: western toxic masculinity it's I mean he's I mean he's the guy who tries to convince you that uh sending him nudes is uh is sex positive like that's that's togo
1: oh yeah
0: toga definitely has a pussy hat for
1: sure <laughs> what, what brings us to a sort of a, another point um there's a point in the show where Toga says something to the effect of he's a feminist,
2: <laughs> which will never get old ever um it's it's the episode where uh they're you know they're at the castle coming down uh with where seonji kidnaps anthe and uh and he like fake uh sacrifices himself throws himself to uh save Utsuna. But, of course, you know, he's playing the whole thing. And uh, Seonji, after realizing he's kind of been trapped uh, yet again by his supposed friend, says, Why do you always... And Toga says, uh, in the literal Japanese, he says, Because I'm a feminist. (laughs) (laughs) But that that term doesn't quite mean the exact same thing it does in English. Because, um... Like we, before feminism, pre-feminism, we had the idea of women as being like quote unquote the angel in the house that like either you're, you know, it's very much the Madonna and the whore complex sort of a thing that they're either kind of too good for this world or they're total garbage. And while Japan is just like more or less, not nah, just garbage. So you can kind of see this a lot in saionji because he has more, much more of that, you know, that Japanese uh, sort of feminist, sort of, sort of, idea towards women and you can kind of see that it's building off of um it just it's it's going to kind of come off more as feminism is chivalry which is kind of more what we were originally trying to get away from with the feminist thing rather than uh anything more complicated than that it's just more like being nice to women and not a total total dick which again i guess debatable but.
1: <laughs> so what you're telling me if i if i'm like if i'm reading you right here what you're telling me is that his feminism is not necessarily the most, you know, like, how we'd use it kind of Oh thing.
0: my god. <laughs> Did someone say feminism? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Yasha.
2: <laughs> hey.
0: She better be fucking recording, I swear to god.
2: So you heard feminism from halfway across the world.
0: So I guess you're here to tell us more about Toga the Feminist? I am?
3: I mean, oh, I I am. I I am. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why
0: Alice has added you to this call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who
3: are you? I don't know you. have never been in my life.
1: So with, with both of you, here's a question. Would you attend a Feminism 101 taught by Toga?
3: Absolutely.
1: Professor Kiryu, if you will.
2: Uh, ab- oh my God! Absolutely. I would take notes and make popcorn.
3: It would be amazing. Has
1: anyone done that as a fic yet?
3: We would be in the front row, Janae. <laughs> we would be in the front row with our popcorn, just sitting there. Oh, like somebody
2: should write that as a fic. That would be great. Oh, put it on the list. Professor
1: Curio's. That
3: was, the... um, that that was his job. Course.
2: When he out
3: of the story. <laughs> uh, But actually, well, actually, there is a a thing to note about Toga and feminism, which is um, that according to Japanese standards, he is a feminist. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. So,
1: like, if that's what the word itself means, is there a some kind of... I'm assuming there is another term that is more of a cognate to what it means here.
3: Not that I know Uh... of.
1: Or is it just one of those things where, like...
3: It's one of those things where Japan is maybe not the greatest at, um... hmm.
2: Stuff got lost in translation. Yeah.
3: Um, but I mean also socially, like, it's not quite as, like... Being treated well was kind of how they interpreted the idea of feminism here. So, Toga treating women well is like... Um, that is what, what being feminist is and it's not about, I mean, as far as I can tell anyway, it's not about, you know, women having the same earning power or any of that kind of stuff. Um, what this says. Yeah. Certain
2: concepts, whenever they come over, they kind of get watered down or changed because the culture is different and, or people, or just people don't know all the ins and outs of it and so it kind of gets simplified or kind of changed around yeah
3: so feminism while it probably like if you're talking to people in an academic sense then yeah they'll they'll kind of have the same version of feminism as we do over here in a non-academic sense it's probably not uh not not as much cultural penetration and with penetration is one of my last words <laughs> i'm gonna sign off how about that
0: I knew you used the word penetrational purpose.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that was ah. delightful.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> so, I guess, I guess, which is funny, because um, it's still hypocritical, but in a different way. And instead that being the hypocritical and the, like, you know, no, he doesn't see women's equal way it's more hypocritical in the but you're also not nice to them either way
2: yeah he, he still isn't really a Japanese uh, idea of a feminist I guess cause he just like yeah he's nice to women but it's it's right up into you know so he can get that puss like it's literally just uh, you know putting niceness tokens in a woman so they'll just like so sex will come out like Toga needs to drink so his
0: respecting you- women juice so he's what you're telling like... me
1: is that at, in his heart, in his deepest, deepest heart of hearts, Toga is really just a beta orbiter.
2: Uh, no, because he's a Chad. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else he could really be. Uh, Chad if really, cuck. if anyone's a beta cuck, it's Sionji.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like that is that is one of our, the most consistent take that we've ever had. On Imagine Me and Yutana has been that Say, she's a beta-cuck. <laughs> and like, even when we're not using those words, secretly we are definitely thinking them a
0: lot. Now, we got some good insight into Sayonji in our last episode where we talked yeah, with Yasha I mean, about it. We're
1: getting it. insight into, but it doesn't make it wrong.
0: <laughs> he is still a beta-cuck. Unfortunately.
2: <laughs> I Man, God. now, somebody on the Discord definitely has to remake that meme with, a. Uh, of the, ch- of the Chad and the Beta Cup.
0: Oh, the please. The
1: Chad and Virgin with Sayonji and Toga? Yes, God, that'd be yes. good.
0: The Chad, oh Toga, and the Virgin Sayonji. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't made that. It's, yeah. I'm surprised
1: Gio and Yasha haven't made that yet.
0: True. Also true.
2: It's an idea whose time has come.
0: So, um, we've talked a little bit around why Toga is the way that he is, but we haven't really talked about that itself. We have a bit of an explanation for it in the movie.
1: Yeah, it's the big mm-hmm. elephant in the room.
0: Do you accept the movie's assertion of Toga's backstory as canon for the series as well?
2: Oh, 100%. Um, And I know, like, not everybody agrees with this, but to me the signs in the series have always been there, and it's just it's partially our kind of shitty understanding of uh culturally of like this is what a victim looks like they are like crying and like oh no don't touch me I am soiled when like that's only about maybe half of victims of sexual assault especially in children like a lot of times like if you see a kid who's like getting handsy with other kids and just being sexually precocious that's Honestly, that's probably a bigger indicator of something than anything else. And I mean, this is a dude who is so jaded in high school that not, not only is he having an orgy with several other women, but he's so bored by this happening that he takes a phone call <laughs> in the right in the middle of it. God, like he's the that's, worst. dear God, like that's horrifying. If you really, th- and I know it's partially because. Like, the anime itself is so weird and, like, ages everybody, like, everybody acts way older than they are. Yeah, the anime
0: seems to constantly forget that they are supposed to be, like, 15 years old.
1: Do you think that's the oh, an yeah. anime forgetting or do you think it is a, like, no, they're actually this way and th- because they're this messed up?
0: I mean, I think that it's a a pretty common trend in anime for 13-year-olds to act like they're 18 yeah. or whatever. So, I don't know. I could I could, so I could if I were being generous, I would say that maybe it is the fact that they're trying to portray them as being so jaded by the stuff that's happened to them, but just how like being a fan of anime, I also think it's just Something that happens when adults are writing teenage characters, they sometimes yeah, forget point. that they are writing teenage characters.
1: Yeah.
2: I do think also, like, if, if a non-anime fan watched Utina, I, d- I don't think they would immediately think, oh, oh, this guy's been diddled when he was a kid. Like, no, definitely. I don't think like, so even, either. But I think they would immediately be more like, whoa, uh, what? <laughs> like, it would come off as more strange when like anime is just so so very bad at that in general that we're just kinda jaded about it. Um but there's <laughs> a lot of things he does and uh that uh and especially if you look at um there's a particular uh disorder that is really common to kids especially if they've been in adoption situations and adoption, as well as sexual assault, uh, called disinhibited social engagement disorder.
0: I don't know that I've ever heard of that.
2: It's 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 changed names a couple of times, like since I've been alive. Um, like if you've ever been in a psychology class, and they'd be like, "Oh, there's um, the attachment disorders that happen if like you ignore your kid too much, he'll just like not want to talk to anybody," and like that's the more obvious one. And this is the other one that happens it just it doesn't it's not as like prevalent where basically your kid just will would wander off and seek comfort and like you know apparently things from literally anybody they'll just kind of like they could just wander off with any unfamiliar adult for you know no reason they're kind of overly familiar with others uh like such as running your hands through the hair of a woman you literally just met yeah Soda. yeah
1: that's totally normal. Everyone does that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like a lot of the what the things I, I think it's so genius in that so many of the very common like playboy characteristics that are just like, oh, he's a playboy are like, mm, no, this is, this is not a normal thing that people do. And it, a lot of these actually read as a victim of somebody who's been sexually assaulted. Just not ones, not the way we're normally l- used to looking at that. Um, and it's kind of funny like the big it's actually a big trope as well um like I read a lot of romance novels as well because I like to see shitty dudes who are like haha I don't I don't like women are dumb and I'm the greatest I'm gonna sleep with a bunch of them just be like emotionally crushed by the end of a book that's that's my fetish Uh, oh
1: my god
2: (laughs) big mood It's, it's the best and it's it's a very big, he's kind of a big send up of not just like the anime playboy but like just kind of playboys in romance and girls fiction in general because a lot of the times like okay in anime they'll do where like oh he flirts with girls and they like chase after him and go he's so cute and everything but like he doesn't like do anything really wrong. Or like lead them on in any particular way that like he has actual affection for them. Like he doesn't. We could still be like, oh, he could still you know be a good person. And in uh in romance fiction, a lot of times like, okay, he'll sleep around, but like he sleeps around with like widowed women or like women who are have a, a marriage where they're arranged. There's an arrangement, and like, you know, he doesn't do anything like quote unquote like really super wrong. Whereas Toga, no Toga, very clearly hurts people it never shies away from that fact um and so it it makes it it's stark it's very stark like no this is who it, it would actually be like this is where what a lot of these characteristics are um and just a lot of the uh just a lot of the the characteristics we associate with being a playboy comes from like this disordered thinking from constantly is seeking attention. And it it's also a big thing in romance fiction. Like, oh my uh like oh my parents like didn't love me at all or like my mom died when I was little and my sister and stuff. And so like I just want female attention all the time now. He's just a big send up to like all of that. But like no this this person's legit horrible. Here's what that would really look like. But you have to understand um in the series that he's people are like well, why don't we get like, you know, a why don't we get, like, him talking about it or something? Toka would rather cut off his own arm than talk about it. It's very notable that in the movie, when he talks about it, he's dead. Yeah? And and talking to somebody who really kind of doesn't care to begin with. <laughs> Shiori does not give two fucks. No. So, so like, he, to think that he would just be like, oh, oh, yeah, I was, I was raped as a child. There's no way. That would involve him, like, allowing him to be vulnerable and, like, you know, people to think that he has feelings and stuff. And that's, you know, that's terrible. He'd never do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the movie, again, though, how do you feel about movie Toga? Because movie Toga is pretty different from series Toga.
1: At least he's, he's different in how he carries himself, at least.
2: Yeah, I I have to say, like, I never tried to resolve any of the um the timelines together. I do really like Alice's theory about like the different timelines, especially because like I didn't know what to do with uh Mangatoga in particular. Ooh, we can definitely uh, talk about Mangatoga for sure. Yeah, yeah, but so I, I kind of do like the idea that like he's <sighs> that of the iterations, he's slowly getting uh in some ways better or at least changing throughout the many times that we kind of complete this weird samsara cycle that is the show. Um, I've just, I just never seen anybody... I've seen somebody, like, throw that out there as a possibility, but never really tried to put in, like, okay, this one's the first one, this one's the middle one, this one's the last one. Uh, and I, I really do... I think he might be my favorite in the movie. I'm not sure. But I feel like the movie, in a lot of ways, was just... Um, Was If you didn't get it in the series, here is Ikuhara made it a little bit more clear for you. Did you not get that Anthe had a whole weird sexual relationship with, you know, the duelists and kind of everybody? Here's that. Did you not get that Anthe was, you know, kind of, you know, had to kind of agree to be here to at least a certain degree? And she had at least a little bit of power in escaping and... Also, that you know, Akio is kind of a pathetic little shit. Well, here's that. Like, like really, he comes off. Which Akio, in that's you know, a lot of people like early. Yeah, they've Gio's talked about this. Where like early, Akio, certain viewers are like, oh, he's he's like cool and stuff. And which is so dumb. He's so sad. <laughs> what a sad, strange little man. Yeah, like he's. And so I think there was a similar thing where it's like, well, a lot of people didn't pick up in the series that. Toga was doing these things for a reason, and is not just a playboy. He's a you know, he's a send up, and and you wouldn't really see that once you until you know that he's been sexually assaulted. That okay, we're gonna come right out with it and say it. Um. So yeah, I that, I think that's kind of why they went and went in a lot of ways more obvious with certain things in the movie.
0: Well, and I also I feel like I read somewhere that they did maybe intend to include more about toga's oh, past yeah. in the show and then it just never happened so that was one of the reasons that they made it more prominent in the movie i don't know someone can fact mm-hmm. check me on that but i feel like i remember reading that somewhere or somebody telling me that
2: i think it's in a lot of the interviews with like in yeah and stuff, yeah or, i like, think it uh... was an in interview Yeah, there was something with his voice actor where, like, his voice actor was on too many different projects and, like, couldn't do uh, as much stuff as they wanted. Um, But, and it you could do... So it kind of depends if you want to do, like, Death of the Author with that whole, uh, his, like, long-ass depression. Uh, Because, like, you could totally... It it still could make sense where, like... Okay, so Student Council, Artoga. Totally in his own little world, doing his own thing, not really challenged in any way, totally confident in the idea that like the world is shitty, anyone who believes otherwise is a fool who's eventually gonna get smacked down for it. And you know what, it's almost a kindness that I I show you how the world works now, that I do this horrible thing to you. So you so you wise up, you know, sooner rather than later. Well and that's uh, kinda and,
0: that's how Akio treats Toga.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's a very like it's a very common yeah. thing. That's kind of the idea that how people who have uh, the show is really good about showing how abuse and the system perpetuates itself, and that uh, showing that these are victims of even even Akio. I would argue is technically a victim of the system, and basically compassion fatigue is what changed Dios into Akio. But that how you see how it changes them into just accepting and becoming. Uh, sort of cogs in that system. Uh, so you see Toga, he's very just like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. And and everyone else who believes this is d- a big, big dum-dum. And Utsuna comes along with just fucking no power or resources practically whatsoever. And like literally with just like carrying a whole bunch for the most part, just whoops his ass. <laughs> and like, not so that not only is that like, oh shit, I kinda, (laughs) I'm kinda lame, I just got, you know, told by this girl who didn't know what the fuck she was doing. But it also is, it's kind of getting at the core of something he's always believed, and that unconsciously kind of draws back to his trauma, where, like, he's accepted from a very young age that this is just the way the world is, and that, like, what happened to him is almost kind of unavoidable. Like, this is just, this is just what happens. You just lose yeah you just you just you are are, have no power and so people take advantage of you and until you get enough power to not be taken advantage of like that's just the way the world works and this is at the very least unconsciously he's realizing that oh this didn't necessarily have to happen this wasn't a foregone conclusion uh of what happened to me so i think he's at the very least unconsciously Dealing with that, she's just rocked his entire worldview, as well as just like, oh no, I'm gonna just lick my
1: wounds. I mean, he's also kind of like taking a break to sort of process what his next steps are as far as his plan because he hasn't really given up necessarily. Like,
2: yeah, he, even, he even, at end, even, even at while the while end, when into he's
1: it. actively working, trying to trying at least to work against Akio's plan that he himself helps put in motion. He still has this sort of like weird in between of this doesn't have to happen and there's no way I can stop it but I have to try
2: yeah yeah he's he's so very very conflicted and you can kind of see like after the Black Rose arc he's kind of like oh look maybe if I just like throw myself like really hard into this into going back and just being a total bastard again like maybe I can like get the genie back in the bottle but he can't he, he really cannot completely be non-conflicted and yeah. you see a lot of that, especially when like, Oh, the scene where like in the episode where that girl like confesses to him and he just like, you can see how much he just fucking hates himself that he doesn't want to be here and doesn't want to do this. But like, he's like, well, it would be more awkward if I turned her down and I, I don't even know how to handle that. So I'm just going to like kiss her and just get it over with. And Like, he he doesn't know how to function otherwise. It's actually, it's
0: a little funny that we had a, a brief cameo from Yasha earlier in this episode. Because I was talking to Yasha about Toga a little bit leading up to this. And she made me, she recontextualized a scene for me that I had not necessarily thought about until she mentioned it. So Toga was basically like sold into child sex slavery is, is the yeah. is the thing. His birthday party is just adults. Yeah. And that's before yeah. his hair was grown out.
2: Yeah, you which you can kind of see just at the very least, like it draws back to how somebody gets disinhibited social engagement disorder. If you have parents who uh have just have social neglect or social and emotional deprivation, like you really get the impression that they just kind of like throw a credit card at the two of them and like don't really interact. It's just like their, their physical needs completely met more so than anyone else could ever dream. But like there's no emotional anything there. There's no real thought into like what a child would really want or need. Just like, oh, well, yeah, we'll have a party for them let's, let's just invite, yeah, let's invite our friends. And, you know, they then they can just, those kids can do whatever they want. Like there's no real thinking about what would be best for them or what they want.
0: Well, I think uh, Yasha's implication was perhaps that these were uh, perspective buyers for toga and oh, God. i
2: think yeah, you're right and oh, shit. i mean you're
0: it's right. possible i i think that honestly <laughs> no, right. oh. given the series i think it is equally possible that like it is just it could either be that these I, I hate saying this it could be that these are prospective buyers or it could just be that they threw a party for this child and they didn't even consider to invite other children because like they only care about looking like good parents as opposed to actually being good
1: parents well yeah i mean isn't that basically the same thing you know the appearance of good is
2: enough they both they both suck but like the the potential buyers thing is like a whole new level of shitty yeah
0: when she said that to me i was like oh no i hate this and i hate that i now am thinking about this
2: thanks i hate it yeah
0: literally thanks i hate it
2: yeah, that's, oh, I hadn't I hadn't thought of that, but it makes perfect sense. And it's there's a lot of, oh, so I still love this show after so damn long is because you still can find new possibilities in it that still make total sense. And I really, both of them seem totally plausible to me.
0: Yeah, the, like, I think the best, we've said this before, but I think one of the best things about Revolutionary Girl Utsuna is how open to interpretation a lot of it is. Because that means that, like, everybody gets their own personal experience out of it. And sometimes those experiences clash, but, like, I like to think that it seems like the utsuna fandom is at a point right now where a lot of even contradictory or uh, contradicting opinions can still be voiced and people are having, like, actual discussions about it instead of just yelling at each other, which is pretty rare in fandom space these days.
2: Yeah, I... And I feel like it's also because so many different possibilities seem like realistic and plausible that, uh, that's actually kind of, to me, helped it age really well. Because like, I mean, like uh, the feminist line is like way funnier now that like we have Me Too and we have dudes who are open like, I'm a feminist.
0: Toga would be a male feminist, a hundred, like capital M, capital F, male feminist, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Completely. <laughs> he's, he's both, uh, because he has no real convictions of his own, uh, besides that, like, convictions are for dummies or that you just say what you have to say in the moment to get power, that, like, he would both work as that or as, like, a Republican politician who just, like, uh, says gays are wrong and bad and we should not allow it and then, like, goes suck a guy's dick in the bathroom of (laughs) an airport or whatever. Like,
1: (laughs) he works either way. It is amazing how incredibly homo so many incredibly conservative spaces can be just as a side note
0: while we are briefly while we briefly mentioned politics i do want you to explain that mickey is the bernie sanders
1: (laughs) i mean it, 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 it it's because you he's somebody i mean think about it don't you want bernie sanders to voice mickey in a dub
2: <laughs> I want to hear now, this.
1: Now that shining thing.
2: But but really really everyone deserves their own shining thing. Oh my god. I, I mean, I mean he, he's he, he's great. Like he has a great lot of great ideas. Like he could be. Like he could be. He could be the next Utena. Really, if. If he really wanted to and, like, worked on a couple things. But, I mean, Utena also had, like, some issues and things she didn't get completely right. But he's his problem is he's kind of ineffectual. He doesn't really get anything done. Uh, and that's kind of both of their issues. Like, Miki's whole symbolic... Like, he, it's so perfect that he has an epi as his sword, which you can't really actually fight with. As opposed to, like, a saber or literally anything else. I don't know
1: anything about that's swords. That's, that's actually... Yeah, I I can see that your point there. Um like so the way the weapon that he chooses and the way that he fights is very, very much sport fencing. Yeah. Now could he be dangerous with that sport fencing? A hundred percent he could. But he doesn't take the extra step to do so do so. Like I mean, you know, Mickey is not harmless, make, but have you seen The Good Place?
2: Either of you? Yes, I actually
0: just I forced I forced Alice he's to cheating. watch the first episode of The Good Place. <laughs> he's cheaty.
2: Yeah, he's cheaty. Like a hundred percent, he's cheaty. Yeah, he would. Oh my god, <laughs> I
0: want to. I want to make. I want to make jokes, but I do also want to force Alice to watch The Good Place in its entirety. So I yeah. don't, wanna I don't want to spoil anything. But he would yeah, absolutely. Uh, wait, did you watch, did you watch more of after you left? Yeah. No, you didn't tell me!
1: I know, (laughs) I wanted to finish the season first before I
0: told you. Okay, that's fair. But, uh, yeah, he just Uh, paralyzed by his own indecision.
2: Yeah, that's, that's 100%, Miki, and, uh, oh god, now I really want to see, like, a good place and Utsuna. uh, fanfic au mashup that would be kind of too
0: weird and real god it's so good and like for reasons that
2: alice doesn't even know yet i know i know i know it's it's too good (sighs) alice go watch it Um, alice (laughs) anyway i guess alice once you
0: once you finish season one of the good place I'm g- going to commission you to write me a Good Place <laughs> Utena fanfic.
1: Wait, I did finish the first season.
0: Oh, you, I thought you said you hadn't you finished did? the first season yet.
1: Yeah, I finished the first season.
0: Okay, I, so you I, know I the twist the then.
1: Yes, I know the secret. And okay. It blew my fucking
0: mind. I'm so glad that you were able to watch it without getting spoiled. But anyway, we're not going to talk about The Good Place anymore. I am going to make you write me a, a fanfiction, but we'll get to that later.
2: You have an essay due for the next podcast, I guess.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay. So, aside from Mickey, back to Toga.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, like, can I talk about his weird um, no homo uh, homoness? For I guess for him? yes,
0: absolutely.
2: <laughs> um. So there's this. Ep- there's in the Nanami's egg episode. Best episode. Uh, yes, great episode. But he has this moment where. He seems to be thinking.
0: Oh, is there, are, is this my favorite yeah. quote?
2: <laughs> which I, I, you probably know it better. You know than
0: why I mean. we get along so well, Naname, yeah. is because you are not a girl who lays eggs. Yeah. And he does have that thing about like men and women.
2: Yeah, he starts being like, okay, Naname, you you know, like it was like a man and a woman is the only like way you can. Like he starts to kind of get weirdly uh, Republican with it, which. There's, there's a couple of different ways we can interpret this. One, of course, that, you know, he's just a giant, big ol' hypocrite, which we're used to seeing in politics all the time with anti-gay politicians and would make sense totally for his character. But, um, the first time, uh, I, I forgot to mention this. I had a, I used to have this Japanese teacher that she taught me, uh, and she, I, I took like every class with her that I could possibly, all was all an offer. And one day we were talking, uh we were reading some book, uh, and I forgot what came up, uh, but it was it was about gay people in Japan, basically. And uh Ms. Hiroka was like, Listen, well, uh I just it I don't know how it happened, but I just seem to be surrounded by Japanese lesbians. That sounds like, like mm. the
0: opposite of a problem. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I was like, I, I know you're not Miss Hiroko, but I can kind of see it I can I can see where that happened, where they were just like Oh, this person, she she gets it Um, <laughs> but So and she started talking about it And then she was like, you know, it's Just like in America, where like It's, you know, it's it's harder to be a gay woman Than a gay man, like clearly And we were all like, wait, what? Huh? And we're like, explain this Uh, and we, we all kind of were like Wait, no, uh it's way easier culturally to be a gay woman than a gay man in well, it i mean it's uh it's hard there's to some nuance there but above. we we can accept yeah. this
0: premise for now
2: yeah i'm not you know i hate saying that in general about anything but like um if you kind of compare the cultures uh there's certainly a it, difference Get, like we kind of for a long time because we didn't the west didn't see anything non-penetrative i e with a dick as sex
0: oh yeah for sure so, like their like, their account yeah. there's history of people being like what women can't be
1: gay yeah I mean isn't there that there's that apocryphal story about like their the like like victoria and England not being able to make that in a wall like, oh what yeah you said with the sodomy laws I've Because heard that they just couldn't convince people in power that like gay women were a thing
2: yeah i think i have heard that i mean at the very least i know uh i do a lot of stuff with um the victorian period in particular for research writerly reasons but uh at the very least there was uh if you google the term boston marriages yep and like this was just a thing like it were People were just basically like, oh, ha, ha those bl- blue stocking suffragettes, you know, living together, like, you know, husband and wife. Oh, so silly. But, like, you know, they were kind of just, they just walked around and were more or less accepted because nobody, like, really was like, oh, they be fucking. Like, nobody really thought anything was going on. So they were much more able to just, like, fly right under the it's radar. Hiding in plain like, they sight. Were... Yeah, exactly. Whereas, uh. I mean, traditionally in Japanese culture, like, gay men were totally, like, you could go to bed, if you were a samurai or something, you could go to bed with a boy and one night and then a girl the other night and, like, nobody's going to question you. There's, like, not even really a word for it. It's just, like, not even a thing. But, like, if, if, unfortunately, a lot of the cultures that we consider to be, uh you know, like, better for gayness, it's, you know, they're still patriarchal. Mm-hmm. So like women kind of can't like the only we have a lot of uh, male erotica from of gay male erotica from uh, Japanese prints and stuff like that but we have like one or two of the ladies and they're like always prostitutes so it's kind of questionable yeah like what well, so it's it's kind of more it's seen in Japan at, like it's it's acknowledged like yes that uh sex between women is sex but also that. Ew, women, you're supposed to be, like, you know, good wives and wise mothers. What are you doing? Like, the man is can do whatever you want. Like, the man can kind of do whatever he wants as long as he, like, procreates and thus has, like, a lineage to pass down the family, like, line and stuff in the name. Women
0: have to be entirely sexless until we want to have sex with them, and then they need to be very sexy.
2: Basically, yeah. yeah. So it's... So there's a little bit of remnants of that, where in a way, Iku, it could be possible that Ikuhara could have been making a really kind of a snide uh, commentary on that. In that, like Toga's, you know, be fucking everybody under the sun, and he could, and it it could legit be that Toga's like, okay, listen, I can get away with that, but uh, if if you start doing that, you will ruin me. You will ruin you. You will ruin everybody. This will totally be fucked up.
0: Well, and we've also, uh, talked about- there are rumors about Ikahara himself.
2: Yeah, I- I, man, I- I think that's pretty- just given everything he does, (laughs) like, I can't see him as completely straight.
0: I- I would say that if he did somehow, like, come out and say, no, I am 100% cis- heterosexual, I would probably be surprised-
2: yeah, I'd be like I uh okay. I don't know if I
0: 100% believe you. All, all right. Not th- <laughs> not that we should doubt people when they assert who they are, but also I don't know that I would entirely believe him.
2: It's yeah, there are certain times like it like it gay people just like the th- the themes that they tend to go towards and do are are just they have certain a lot of like certain hallmarks to them. I I would you know, I did accept it, but I was be like, I... I don't know, man. Like, I, I I, just have a hard time, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, um, how do you feel about manga toga? Because <laughs> manga toga uh, is pretty different from both series and movie toga.
2: He's... He's so weird. Like, you can tell. Like, I'm so glad we have more uh, understanding of how uh, shojo manga works. And that, like, you know she was such an envelope pusher to get what she could and that like, you know, she just, all her, all kinds of her editors were fired for allowing the stuff that she uh, did get out of because- Five she editors always, she
0: went through. Yeah.
2: I, I always forget the exact number, but like, because he seems so like th- there was a lot being held back. There He always did feel like, he was very almost like, just bipolar and that like one like he was just like a total dick and then like she beats him and he's like oh no i'm your knight now it's great i kind of like how goofy he Am is told totally you good now <laughs> he yeah he's he's he is very goofy but he's a little bit more um but he's a little bit more shoujo, typical acceptable playboy for a lot of it it like yeah. except for the times when he's a total like you know dick where he's he's much more recognizable to the show where he's like no the you know but that's like right before she beats him. It's a very kind of a short period. It's also so, much like, less severe.
1: Manga, yeah, manga Toka's yeah. like more of an actual kid. For me. Like it's it, not yeah. like, super much like it, but he's closer to being he he's the most normal version of Toto. Like he's the most understandable and human. Like close to normal human baseline experiences.
2: Yeah, I although like uh, hot take, I actually kinda do um the after the revolution manga that uh Saito did, I kinda do disagree a little bit with her interp of uh of Toga uh after the revolution. We
0: actually haven't read those, but we've heard a lot about okay. we've heard a lot about them and I know isn't he like an artist or an art critic yeah, or something? A weird he's a, like he's that. an art broker. Art broker, art that's broker. what it was. Do you do you want me to Yeah, me you can you can talk about it. Like we'll probably read okay. it for the spoiler show, shit. but uh okay. you, I mean, you know, they've been out for a while and we've heard bits and pieces of what happens, so I'm not super worried about spoilers for that.
2: Okay. It's like I I personally feel like I personally feel like Saito was just like oh I finally get to do the fucked up shit I wanted to do with Toka and like address those things but it, it just doesn't quite make as much sense now unless you believe he totally didn't grow like at all whatsoever which I mean I'm not saying he would be a completely perfect person my god no but basically what he does in the manga so Sayonji and Toga meet up um, I think they're actually both art brokers. I know Toga is, but uh, at one point uh, it comes up that there is this famous artist that uh, he's very controversial in the art world because, you know, he's the quote unquote genius or whatever, but like he rapes boys. Like straight up, Ugh. and Soju's like, yeah, and Soju's like, I won't, I won't deal with that guy. I won't, I won't buy his art and resell it. And Toga's like, why not? And I, I mean, like, listen, in the beginning of the series, yes, he would a hundred percent be just be like, whatever, it happened to me. Who cares? This is just the way the world works. But I really don't think I, I wouldn't. I don't think he would make a big deal about it. Uh, unless he thought he could get something socially from it, unless he, unless he was um, virtue signaling, but I think he would just quietly just like not deal with that person and make excuses if somebody wanted to buy his work through him, like make other excuses. But it to me that was just like okay, like that's a that's assuming he didn't move on at all, and it even even at the at the end of the series he's. He's not moved on much, but he's gotten better. He's at least trying to be a more selfless person. And especially when it's an event that hews so closely to what he's dealt with. I I just can't. I just can't see it. Well,
0: after the revolution, those are, if I understand correctly, those are sort of like sequel-ish to both the series and the manga or at least sometimes they incorporate stuff from the series into it it that seems sort of a weird direction for toga to go because he does seem like he's had growth at the end of the manga when he's like talking to Anthe wearing the prince uniform which is like probably my favorite moment from the manga definitely is at the end when she's in that uniform and like they're having that conversation it really feels like he has grown and so to sort of like i don't know the manga that like after the revolution feels like sort of a stagnation of his character
2: yeah it feels like very much going back like and I get that, you know what, maybe she didn't want him to change that much, which, I cool, fine, I kind of agree that in the manga, in a lot of ways, he he, he really, like, she beats him, and he's immediately like, oh, wait, you're right, like, he totally yeah. just, like, turns on the dime. He becomes their <laughs> like, little servant. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, like,
2: yeah. it's a little weird. I get that she probably was like, I never wanted to do that in the first place. Fuck this shit. But, like, if we're, and, and I know the whole, like, yeah, it's kind of a continuation somewhat of both, which that's a whole, you know, timey-wimey Yeah, like, whatever trying to make
1: a continuation of both the series and the manga based around the characters specifically was never going to be a, an easy task. And it was no. specifically going to be a really hard one and difficult one with Toga, because they are just not the same person.
2: And especially, like, if I'm taking, okay, if even if I'm taking, like, the series, which to me is where Toga is the biggest bastard. Yeah. And I think most people would agree to that. Even if we're taking the series, which is the least charitable towards him, I he, he, still, he still, I feel like at the end of the series, wouldn't do that. At the end of the series, I don't think Toga would do that. So I, I just, I feel like she was more just like, I can finally do this. Oh, my God. And... Not, like, what would actually make sense for Toga at that point. Like, yes, he's still sleeping around with women all the time. Totally agree with that. You know, he's still not a good person. Totally agree with that. But, I mean, I, I that's too much to me. I,
0: I know this would never happen, but I do really wish that Saito could get another crack at the manga.
2: Oh, my God. I wish, like... Because her art as, is so had, gorgeous. Like, if I had, like, a million dollars, I would probably just throw at her and be like, do... What you wanted to do from the beginning, shine on you crazy diamond, I want to see this. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I would probably do the same, honestly.
1: Yeah, it'd be really great to see the kind of toga that Saito would would write in the 20-teens where shoujo conventions have changed so radically.
2: Yeah, that's well, true. And also, you and, can uh,
0: see a lot of like in the later volumes of the manga how she was clearly trying to do something cool and different, but it just wasn't like they wouldn't let her do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't let her, and it's 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 also just like a short, you know, it's a short series, so there's also like the narrative room isn't there to do a lot like there's so many she's so many fetters really
1: yeah and on top of that like not only could she not have the freedom that she would probably need or want but there's also like anything she does outside of a narrow sort of shoujo convention is at that point in time extremely experimental so you know and according to
0: editors not very profitable
1: Whereas today, like, she wouldn't have to be making it up the whole time. She could look at, okay, there are people who've done things that are similar enough to this that I can learn from their failures or successes. And it would probably be way better today.
2: Like, it's possible that, like, I don't... Another thing that they possibly... It might have been hard for them, even in the series, to show... Uh, the full extent of, like, what Toga went through, because, like, I mean, this is, as far as I know, this is Ikuhara's first, like, series where he's by himself. Yeah. Uh, Like, he has no control uh, over him. And, like, yeah, later in other series, he, like, straight up goes for a, a, you know, there's a character who basically has has been abused, and it's very heavily implied, also sexually, but it could be, like, this is their first series, this is the first time he's by himself, that they're like, look, We're not showing this on primetime, random dude who got his first show. You don't have the clout to do that shit yet. Yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities. He could
0: only swindle them so far.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's already got away with a lot of shit. They might have been like, listen, no literal child rape on uh, primetime Japanese TV, okay, buddy? Do you have any
0: other things regarding Toga that you would like us to talk about?
2: Um there's a little bit uh, I'd like to talk about like uh oh, the last oh some of the last few episodes, the episode the love that uh that budded in wintertime. time, mm-hmm. um, that I so I was doing a little bit of research uh in in preparation for this and like totally stumbled upon like some symbolism shit uh accidentally because i I typed in um I was like, oh, I, I can't remember exactly the. Name of the the episode. I'll put the flower that bloomed in winter time. Okay, I'm getting a bunch of stuff on camellias. That didn't work. Uh, I'm gonna put the flower that bloomed in winter time. Utena. Uh The search results barely changed. I and that was because there is apparently a flower that blooms in winter time that is called the rose of winter. It's the camellia japonica. It's Ooh. typically red. Ooh. And, um, a lot of people don't know that there's, uh, there's a Victorian flower language, but there's also a Japanese Victorian flower language. Well, the Japanese flower language, Ooh. uh, that they, they don't overlap like at all. But, um, the, the meaning in that, uh, for the camellia japonica, the Japanese camellia, uh, is that red flower is in love perishing with grace and, the name of the Camellia Japonica in Japanese is literally the Haru no Utena. Oh
0: my god! Well
2: then. (laughs) Uh, There's no way that's not intentional. Yeah, I feel like that was something that as Western, uh, Western audience, we just totally fucking would have missed. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's, I can totally understand why I never saw that before, but that's incredible. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and like it, I feel like a lot. There's a lot of questioning of uh, the people with like how, um, like, how did Toga really mean a lot of the stuff he was doing uh, in the latter half of the episodes? And I think like that. Uh, there's a lot of symbolism that um, leads to the fact that he he is at the very least acting in, in as selfless of a manner as he is capable of, um, and like there's that. Um, I've, I've finally got the actual, um, the actual, uh, data on where, on his names. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the surnames in the series, they're, um, they're kind of tra- traditional Japanese nobility mm-hmm. that go back for a really long time. Um, except for the Kiryus. The Kiryus are the only ones that are actually, uh, of the samurai class. Uh, and this is from the, uh, the the tourism board uh for the kiryu region of japan okay so like basically uh kiryu is pretty much like as far as i can tell the only notable samurai lord who's notable for uh of all things uh attacking and basically disobeying and stabbing his uh his lord in the back So not only is this kind of symbolic of that Toga and Nanami are kind of new money, uh, which you know they you know especially with Nanami she kind of flaunts as much as possible, and that you know Toga isn't you know the highest rank technically he's technically under Akio but that he is actively trying at least in vain but he is trying to betray him in the very end by snatching uh, the duel called Revolution from Utena which he knows is not. It's not going to end well for anybody no. in it. Um, so I, I really believe that in the last couple episodes, he's like, I'm I'm realizing I, I hate what I'm becoming. I can't become like Akio. Or at least I really don't even want to. And being so close to him now is maybe and seeing what he is doing to has made me realize that. Uh, but I don't know how to become a good person.
1: Akio's a, to... Akio's a dead end
3: it,
2: for him. yeah it, he sees like I mean like most people who need a shit ton of therapy and are at the very beginning of the journey he's looking at all that he would have to learn to do and is like fuck I um oh god I don't think I'll ever get there and he's seeing like cause he's, a, he's kind of a drama queen he's seeing the most dramatic way that he could possibly sacrifice himself and Akio kind of sets it up knowing he's gonna do that Because he plays everybody like a fiddle, Mm -hmm. but in the really, I feel like in those last, that episode, he's, he's stealing himself up, uh, by, you know, having that time under the, uh, the stars with her in the dueling forest to kind of steal himself for what he knows he has to do. And what he knows he has to do is he has to not only (laughs) steal, uh, become being the dueling champion from her right before in order to save her from Akio, but... Also save her from himself. Like he doesn't think. He's like I don't think I could actually be in a relationship with this person. which And I don't think without doing the same thing. I'm too broken. So uh, whenever he challenges her to a duel. He does. He starts spouting all of this really like chauvinistic total insane bullshit. That like honestly this is Toga. He's very. Uh, socially and emotionally intelligent. Like, if Sayonji did this shit, he would make fun of him. Yeah, totally. And he knows, yeah. And he knows, like, Utina already is kind of like, I-, I don't think I can trust you, dude. Like, you already have done this whole thing once before. So he's literally just throwing, you know what, good, you shouldn't trust me. I'm horrible. Uh, he know and he knows she's also not very socially or emotionally intelligent. That she's not gonna pick up on the fact that this is a ruse. So he's just like, ah, oh, you're going to become my woman. She's like, you dick. <laughs> but it's, God. it's yeah, it's him kind of attempting as much as he can to try and save her and sacrifice himself. But he's the boy who cried wolf. He's kind of doing it and learning his lesson too late. Unfortunately. But to kind of wrap us up here, I think we have one more
0: question. What do you think happens to Toga at the end, after the end of the series?
2: Um, I do, um, I feel like, uh, he probably actually, of all the people, um, his relationship most improves with Nanami, and that has little to do with him, and more the fact that, uh, Nanami, if anybody, uh, post-revolution, is gonna move probably the fastest of anybody. She's she's still gonna be kind of a bitch, like, we wouldn't want her any other way. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, you know, she's she's Queen Nam to me. But, like... All hail. She, like... Yeah. Like, but... Whenever in the series, whenever all this shit is going down, and, her, like, Toga and Akio are doing this really fuck shit to her, her immediate reaction is like, I'm out. I want to leave the school. I want to leave this all behind. Fuck all of you. Like, she is just done with everybody. And, like, especially now that, like, once they get to the outside world, where Toga won't have... He, he doesn't really have the... If she wants to leave, she can and will leave. So he kind of is going to have to learn... Okay, either I total, I stop being a total fuckhead or I lose her forever. And he's a total dick to her, but I really believe that um, he resents Nanami and Sionji for having a normal childhood. Because it, he sees them and he knows that they are... Not seeing the things that he's seeing and just from having to kind of hold all that back for so long. He's just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And he, I don't think he would ever, ever even acknowledge that to himself. No, uh, not ever. No. Because that would, you know, he would have to acknowledge that that hurt all two of his feelings. And that would be terrible. So, like, so but so he does stuff like, you know, he doesn't just like throw away Sionji's exchange diary. No, he burns it. Like, what? what? That's just from some sort of psycho enjo- enjoyment that you get out of hurting people. Like, I feel like him and Sionji, like, they'll get better. But the things Toga does to Sayonji will kind of lose its malice. Like, they they've, he's kind of moved on from just, like, the kind of unconscious, like, uh, fuck all of y'all uh, that he had before. And is more kind of dealt with what actually happened to him. And, like he, he's probably still gonna do fucked up shit to him but like it more just cause he doesn't know how to be anything else and is still really working through that but like will he do just fucked up shit for his own like purely for his amusement I, I don't think so yeah. I think that's the big takeaway with him but I feel like he's gonna be the best with Nanami cause she's just not gonna fucking take it
0: we can only hope
1: <laughs> yeah we can only hope <laughs>
0: But I guess that does us for Togekiryu, our terrible boy. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Utenacast. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanada. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Alice?
1: They can follow me at Lyrewolf, which is L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F.
0: And Alice, you also have a Kofi,
1: don't you? I do now have a Kofi. Um, And I am now doing commissions writing commission i do just about anything Yay! dm me and we'll talk my rates are very low
0: and you are currently working on patreon fix
1: i am currently working on patreon fix.
0: and janae where can people find you online if you wish to be found
2: <laughs> in most places i'm janae lestrange like on twitter i'm janae lestrange all one word um uh, on tumblr i think i'm janae underscore lestrange although tumblr locked me out yet again um oh. And But on fanfic, I'm Frau underscore Ava is my AO3, nice. and Frau Ava is uh, also my name on the couple of fanfics I have on the, uh, on the Empty Movement site. Uh, I have one particular one where if you want to see Toga's emotions get crushed, please enjoy. It's on there. <laughs> I might have, I, I think I at least made Yasha really emotional reading it, and that I am very proud of. That's
0: her. an accomplishment right there. If you would like to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imagine me and, and if you'd like to email us to come on the show or just tell us what you thought about something we said or give us a correction on something that I said wrong, you can do that at ImagineMeAndYutna@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We are a Patreon-supported podcast. We love our patrons, and you can find the link to that anywhere you can find us on the internet. And I think... That will uh, close us out. I think I've said all the things that I have to say. One day, I'll write a list, but that day is not today. Revolutionize the world, everybody.
1: And for the record, if he were blonde, Toga would totally be char See you later. (laughs)